Hey guys, and welcome to this special Little Rock, Arkansas edition of the Low Key Podcast, episode 24. This episode is sponsored by Justin's. Justin's creates a nut butter that's organic, rich, and creamy with flavors like honey, hazelnut, vanilla, and chocolate. If you have a sweet tooth, try their peanut butter cups, which come in white chocolate and dark chocolate. So check out Justin's and get a tasty treat. Now, without further ado, Marcos Milones with Milo Coffee Company. It's nice, it's easy, it's low-key. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Low Key. I'm here with Marcus. 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 Yes. Okay. Um, my my Milonis. Milonis. Okay. My the the pronunciation of my name in Greek uh, is Marcos Milonas. Oh wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I saw the email when you emailed me, and it yeah. looked like I was like, how am I gonna say this name? And it looked interesting. So you're Greek. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, well, I'm from Cyprus. Oh, that's really cool. That's awesome. Um, so I am drinking a... That is a natural Yurgachev uh, Koshere Kore. Okay. Um, which is a delicious, uh, very um, juice-forward uh, raspberry lemonade um, uh, coffee that we offer right now. Okay. That I'm, I'm really psyched about. That's, that's awesome. It tastes fantastic. Thank and you. I love how smooth it is and fruity it is. It tastes really great. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Milo Coffee Company, the journey of Milo, and like mm-hmm. when it started to become an idea, and then from, from what it is now? Okay. Um, sure. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Thanks for oh, yeah, yeah. traveling to uh, Little Rock to, the, to see us. Uh, this is really exciting for us. Um, so, Milo Coffee Co. was the, the thought process of my brother, uh, my brother Stefanos okay. and his, his wife, uh, Monica, um, back in 2012, um, he moved to Little Rock, which is Monica's uh, birthplace. Um, with the idea that he wanted to have a uh, coffee roasting company and a high-end um, bakery oh, under wow. the same roof. Yeah. Um, he he. So we're we're both from Cyprus, uh, born and raised in Cyprus. We both studied in the UK and have been fortunate enough to be able to travel in many different places in Europe and see their offerings as far as bakeries and coffee. Okay. Um, and the idea of having the two under the same roof seemed very unique and very appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, his background is in geology, uh, but he's been an avid baker for forever. Yeah. That's what he likes to do. He loves baking. He loves laminating. Uh, he loves experimenting with things 
so they, when, when they moved here to Little Rock in 2012, they wanted to start a shop that has in-house roasted coffee and in-house uh, high-end baked goods. Yeah. Um, so they started initially from their home kitchen, hmm. um, just baking throughout the week in their kitchen, uh, transferring those baked goods at local farmer's markets yeah over the weekends um selling those um serving them with coffee that they that they just purchased locally from a local roaster um and they did that for a good two years during those two years they were always on the lookout for a, a brick and mortar so that they could move into and kind of do this uh on a day to day basis at a more commercial level um This space became available, um, and it was too good to pass out. Yeah. Um, So we were able to get the lease here. It needed a lot of renovation. So it is very much a space that has been molded by him and by me and by everybody who is here, uh, which is part of the reason that we are so attached to this company as, as a family. Um, so this space became available once it did become available I myself was still in the UK uh, finishing my degree in mechanical engineering okay Um, and his offer was kind of like hey come and help me renovate this space when you're done uh, and you can try and figure out spend a year in the US yeah hang around, do some work for us, help me out, and then we'll just go from there. I did that. During that year, I fell in love with coffee, fell in love with Little Rock, the yeah. people. Um, I met my wife here during that time. That's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we opened the store, and it's been a, a very interesting journey ever since um yeah yeah there, there there's definitely a big difference from mechanical engineering to coffee <laughs> there is there is and there isn't you know uh i'm sometimes go back to that degree and say hey i'm not really using it for anything but then immediately i say mm-hmm. yeah of course i'm using it i'm doing something that's very technical and very scientific and, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's a craft, but at the same time, it's a craft that is measurable and has uh, a beginning, a middle, and an end, and a result that is tangible. So I believe that my, my background is helping me every day, just trying to do better and, and be better and be more obsessed about it Yeah. every single day, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tie-in, though, with, with, with how you tied it in with coffee and mechanical engineering. Yeah. What, what, for you personally, makes you passionate about coffee, and what motivates you to stay in the coffee industry? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, what makes me passionate about coffee is, um, I would say two things. First of all, the fact that it it's able to even though that it's 
very much a commodity to many people. Mm -hmm. um, even in the specialty world, it is, it is a product that many people just purchase every day yeah. um, and move on with their lives. Uh, it is something that is very good at connecting and bringing people together and um, promotes community in many, many, many different ways. Even local communities around our coffee shop and global communities, because yeah. it is such a global product. Um, so that's the first reason why I, I'm, I try and remain focused and are so passionate about what I do. This, this, the second reason is because it's such an interesting product to me. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a product that um, is so diverse from origin to origin, from micro lot to micro lot to um, varietals. It's just so fascinating in my mind that something that's a single product can have so many different results and be affected positively or negatively by all these processes that are global and happen mm -hmm. in so many different places yeah. and you can enjoy it in a, in a single beverage 10 minutes sitting down yeah. on a table and it has so much behind it and has been touched and has touched so many lives to get to you yeah um so yeah, that's, I, I just think it's a very, very interesting and very special uh, product. Um. Yeah, man, that, that, that is a very, very awesome way to look at it. Um, was there any roaster or coffee shop that inspired you um, at all? I can't think of anybody specifically right now. The way that I kind of stumbled into roasting for our company um, is was a little bit out of necessity and a little bit out of logistics okay um, so we we started our company and a gentleman called uh, Sam Sturdivant was roasting for us okay uh, when Sam decided that he wanted to kind of pursue something else uh, about a year a year in uh, we were at a position where we were just looking for somebody to replace him at that time um, I was both emotionally and financially committed to the company yeah and kind of decided that I wanted to have a go at it um, so it wasn't my involvement with roasting wasn't a hundred percent out of my own decision yeah um, but ever since uh, I've been getting so so passionate about it and enjoy it way more than any other aspect of running a business yeah <laughs> um, um, other than that I believe the work of um, I keep I keep coming back to onyx coffee few hours north of us and mark love that place uh yeah i i try and keep in mind what 
what they're doing and where I am yeah. in my career and keep that into perspective yeah. and it's important to me and my character to always be trying to improve myself mm -hmm. um, other than that there's many other places that I can necessarily is working in the coffee industry or being a roast or being in a roastery like is it different than what you had, had imagined it to be no um it's it's very being so being a business owner and being uh, a roaster is two very different things yeah um we are at a shop that can get quite um busy during peak hours mm. um and the fact that our roaster is for the time being placed uh on display right behind the bar where all, all the work happens. Yeah. So the two can kind of um, collide at times. So production might need to be happening later that day if the shop is busy throughout the day. Okay. Um, but I really enjoy the fact that roasting is something technical and um, very much a, a, a manufacturing line of what you're doing from even if it's production roasting where you're just making bulks or also if it's just sample roasting where you're just going through um, new beans that you might want to uh, invest in it's very much technical and kind of in in a scientific has a scientific aspect to it okay so I enjoy both um, we are in the process of securing a um, warehouse space uh, very close to where we are okay that the roasting would eventually move to so I am looking to be able to focus solely on that okay um, very soon but it, it at the moment it's it works very well together it's that's awesome that's cool yeah. tell us tell us a little bit like you were talking to me earlier about your pastries and stuff and how okay. they're locally, locally sourced mm -hmm. tell, tell us a little bit about like your pastries and what the pastry like, side the ingredients so yeah the pastries um as i was telling you earlier everything we do is uh, made under this roof okay um we try and source as much as we can um, locally and uh, seasonally. Um, the pastries that we offer every day are very much in a farmer's market style, like it was in the very beginning where they were made out of my brother's kitchen. So uh, there, there is no uh, lost connection between who's making the food and who's selling the food is okay. all under the same roof, which I think is quite um, unique and, and uh, something that we are very proud of. Um, they are influenced by um, where we are from. They're influenced by a lot of Mediterranean okay. um, recipes that we were brought up with 
uh, from my mom and my grandma. Uh, they've always been really good um, at cooking and baking. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of influence from that. There's also a lot of influence from uh, other European uh, cuisines, like the French cuisine and uh, the British. Um, other than that, I wouldn't necessarily classify them as one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just combinations that work well together, and um, we we try and perfect a product uh, rather than try and create too many different rotating things okay and then use seasonality to add variations to it um and we have been expanding our menu slowly uh in a very kind of organic manner we now not only have pastries but we have um a really good uh lunch menu that involves uh a good selection of sandwiches and oh, nice. um stews and soups uh, and a good selection of salads um, again everything everything made here by us so it's a it's a very well-rounded food offering okay uh, paired with really good in-house made coffee that's awesome yeah how how do you guys source your coffee we source our coffee through uh, a company called Cafe Imports. Okay. Right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, how, does, how does Milo get involved with the Little Rock community in, in any way? Um, well, that's, that's an... A hard question, I would say. Yeah. Um, actively getting involved, the fact that we have been so present in um, farmers market so many years. Yeah. And um, the fact that we are able to support all these local producers and farmers and and um, businesses. Um, consistently throughout the beginning that we started Mm. I think is is something to be very proud of that's awesome Um, also I believe that our shop is a shop that all members of the community could come and visit at at all times yeah Um, I really like shops that you can you can you would say that are kind of directed towards a certain demographic, whether that's younger or older people or um, more hip or less hip (laughs) or whatever. I'm pretty proud of the fact that our shop, we get regulars that are just retirees that just want to have a good pastry and a cup of coffee. And then we get customers that are on the way to the the coffee expo and from from Seattle and they just wanted to pop in cuz they heard good things so it's i i would say that it we we have a pretty diverse customer base 
um, and that many people would feel comfortable in our space and with with our menu. Mm-hmm. Um, we do try and keep it, as far as coffee is concerned, try and keep it simple or low-key. <laughs> uh, and, and not try to be um, too over the top and too crazy because I think that can uh, push some people away Yeah. by trying to be too adventurous with things. Yeah. As I said, coffee is a commodity that many people just want to have and enjoy but don't want to push themselves too far yeah with with um different things and i completely get that um because it's a passion for us that we're here it doesn't mean that it's a passion for everybody yeah uh, and many people just want to have a good tasting cup of coffee and a good good pastry and move on yeah. so i completely understand that and i would i, I want to cater to those people as well but at the same time try and push in a different direction with mm. our drinks um, so back back to your question how are we involved with the community I think we're involved in the community in a way that everybody can come to us and have a good time and yeah. get satisfied and without feeling in any way uncomfortable um, yeah. Yeah. I, I th- what, what I think is cool when I when I stepped in here yesterday mm-hmm. um, is that you guys had um, local honey, and then mm-hmm. you guys were connected with some breweries, Plus Forty yeah. and Diamond Beer, and I think that's really cool that you guys are connected to that, and you guys yeah. are connecting with the other mm-hmm. outside like community yeah. and local stuff. And I, we've been awesome. we've been pretty. Um, pretty I wouldn't say smart I would say pretty fortunate in the fact that we did start a farmer's market so that's where all these locals have an outlet to sell the products so for example you mentioned you mentioned honey um, we know Pat the honey guy yeah personally by standing next to him every Saturday and Sunday at the farmer's market for the first two years and we've been carrying his product that's awesome ever since and have been able to give him business from being a stable um, supplier of his honey and a, and, a, and, and a stable source of income for him from the very very beginning yeah so I think that's huge uh, and that we're very awesome. very proud of that and has never crossed our mind to hey we should go with somebody else for <laughs> honey no. yeah no uh, so I, I, I'm really proud of the fact that we have those relationships and our business has been growing amongst with other businesses in the rock and in Arkansas in that matter just from helping each other and uh, being able to push those products out to the locals through both our outlets and their outlets as well mm. and it's, it's a good feeling to be part of that community in the way that we are. Yeah, that's that's very awesome. What separates you guys um, from any other coffee roaster? And is there a different roasting method that you guys do, or is it kind of similar to most? Um, what separates us from other roasters? Um, 
from other roasters, I'm not, I don't know how to answer that. As a shop, I would say what separates us from other shops is the fact that we can offer such a, a, a vast experience as far yeah. as the menu is concerned um, with everything that is made here. Okay. Um, which was the idea to begin with, and it is. It does work. It is a very good uh, business model. It can get pretty overwhelming at times to have to so many different elements of a business yeah. that need to work together and need to grow together um, to improve the overall experience because the last thing you want is one of the elements to be lacking. Um, so I think that's why we've been, we were able to grow in the way that we have been growing. Okay. The fact that we're offering uh, this duality of, of products. Um, my roasting style, I wouldn't, that's, that's such a hard question. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say I have a style. I would say that my style is to try and treat each new coffee with as much as an open mind mm -hmm. as I can um, and use what I know and what my palate is and what my experiences are um, and what my relationship is with my roaster yeah to to push different things from it okay um, I don't I don't start that process saying oh I need this to be dark or I need this to be light or I need this to be yeah um, espresso or I need this to be anything I kind of try and keep the, the blank piece of paper and then just see what it tells me yeah. when I'm when I'm roasting it uh, or when I'm cupping it more importantly um, which can get a little bit tricky when you're trying to make decisions yeah. on things because there's a lot of possibility involved yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the reason why I like it so much too because mm -hmm. I know that every single step that I make to improve something is has a reason behind it and it's mm -hmm. my process and it's unique and it's yeah. mine or it's ours um, so yeah that's that's my style just try and keep it just try and use my palate and good common sense and try and, and get the best flavor out of it. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you, do you have a favorite brew method that you love to use? Um, I really like the, uh, the um, connection that a V60 provides. I love V60. Um, yeah. And that's partly because it's the method that I'm most familiar with. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just like that it's a clean cup that I can control extraction with yeah. and it's what we've been serving our coffee on and uh, 
if I have something new on it, I can very easily fine tune it, um, the extraction for that coffee. Okay. Uh, whereas with other methods, I'm not, I'm not that familiar. I can't do that. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I would say that's my favorite. Okay. Um, I don't really get the chance to brew much coffee at home. I'm usually here all the time, so that would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> So I wouldn't say that I use something else at home that I prefer, but yeah. Cool. Is is there a certain region that you love more than most or you favor more than most? Coffee. Um, I really like the work that has been going on in uh, Central America lately. Um, a lot of Ecuadors and Costa Ricans. Um, But I don't, I don't, when I, when I think about what new offerings that we can have, yeah. I try and get something from, get a large selection first of all, and get something from all around the world, mm-hmm. and then be able to cut different things in nice groups and decide on that and not try and say no I never I don't like Kenyans I'm never going to get a Kenyan yeah 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 <laughs> um, for example uh, like even even if we don't like I don't necessarily prefer Kenyans but I always try and get one or two Kenyans mm-hmm. to try and many times I'm pleasantly surprised yeah um, yeah cool um, what is there? Is there anything like hitting your palate right now, like tasting notes that you're that you're really loving right now? Or um, I've been uh, enjoying um, the new harvest of excuse me, new harvest of the washed Jurger chefs lately. I think there's a lot of nice sweet elements uh, combined with nice herbal floral mm-hmm. in them and I've been really enjoying them lately nice yeah it's awesome is there if, if I was a non-coffee person or if I was just getting into coffee okay. and I just came into your shop mm-hmm. what do you think what would you recommend for me well first of all I would ask you whether you're wanting to be adventurous today or not yeah (laughs) um uh if you are then uh a natural uh, ethiopian or a natural costa rican will be my suggestion if not um i always try and offer a very simple straightforward delicious colombian or and or guatemalan okay um, that I would steer you towards. Um, it's it's important for us to be able to read the customer when they come in, especially if it's their first time. Yeah. And try and match what they're expecting from us as best we can, okay. rather than try and steer them towards uh, what our preferences. Okay. Because um, it it can be off putting. 
mm-hmm. to people when they're not when they're used to something and then they're they're getting something completely different. Even if it's good, or even if your interpretation of it is good for them, it might not be because yeah. they just haven't been exposed to it before. So, um, being able to read who comes through the door and try and give them the best possible uh, experience and the best possible to match their expectations as best as possible is is important. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, where where do you see where do you see Milo Coffee's future heading, mm-hmm. or where where is your future? Where, where where do you think your future's heading, and uh, where do you see the coffee community growth in Little Rock? Um, as far as Milo Coffee, where it's going, um, like I said, we are in the process of moving the roasting mm-hmm. to a separate. Um, building yeah so that we can get the chance to uh, do more mm-hmm. um, more in terms of volume and more in terms of variety um, so that's that's ex- very exciting for me um, and I think it can it will definitely help both quality and um, customer satisfaction in, in so many different ways. Yeah. Um, as far as the community, Little Rock, uh, Little Rock has gone from a place where um, very much kind of first wave shops were present yeah. to a stage now that um, we're open and there's, I would say, three different other shops about to open. Um, in the next year or so so it's a it's a very good stage in the coffee community to to see so much growth Mm -hmm. in that um, in that aspect and I feel very very proud to have been part of it okay Um, and to to be able to offer um people something different than yeah. what they've had in the past so it's it's very much booming right now um, and as far as as far as coffee goes I, I really believe that the more the more people present to offer a quality product to the customer in in a, in a certain area the yeah. better it is for everybody um, in general I, I try and I try and always think that the more competition you have as a shop the best it's going to be for everybody yeah um and i'm 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 uh i'm a very big supporter of everybody who's trying to do that in the rock for the past few months it's it's awesome yeah that's awesome to see and hear you know i've only been here for like maybe a day and a half but you could you could see that presence here um why did you personally choose Little Rock over other cities? Um, because when when my brother and his wife decided that they want to do this, they were considering doing it in the UK um, or in Cyprus, where we're from. Yeah. They wanted to have it somewhere 
where there was um, that that they could have support from either our our side of the family or uh, his wife's Monica's side of the family. So they decided that they wanted to come to Little Rock, where yeah. her family is, and their support has been incredibly important. Uh, I wouldn't imagine how it feels like for somebody to start a business like this in a place where you don't know of and you don't know anybody and you have no support. So yeah. that has been trivial and it's it's paid off in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, elaborating on that a little bit, we have the gentleman that just passed by that's Monica's younger brother. Okay. He's been with us from the very beginning. Um, my wife works here now. Um, we have other other locals that have been in the coffee industry a long time and have moved back to the Rock where they're from because we were open and they wanted to come home and work and do what they love to do That's awesome. and work with us and we've been able to have them full time on board and have a really good relationship and do really good things with um, so it, it is very much a family business and um, it is it is a very good in my mind, it was a very good decision to start it here where there's so much roots and there's so much um, support. Cool, man. What would, you, what would you recommend if somebody's going to become a roaster or get into being an owner of a coffee shop? What would your advice be to them? Um, let me think. My advice would be to give it all you got, but don't try and overstretch things. Yeah. Um, Try and keep what you're doing to a stage where you are pushing yourself day to day. Yeah. But you're not losing control. And give it time. Okay. I would say if you have a product that you're proud of and if you keep your head down and work on it every day um, and have staff that are proud of it and are on your side and promote that, that pride to your customer, then no matter what, you'll be able to be successful. Hmm. Um, yeah that's awesome man um, two more questions um, before we go or actually three okay um, where can people find you and like connect with you and see what you guys are doing um, what is our well we we have I don't remember what our freaking Instagram is I think it's just Milo Coffee. Milo Coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it's at Milo Coffee. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we are in the process of, in the next month or so, relaunching our website, which I guess is pretty important. I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it gets a little bit cloudy sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we are in the process of re re uh, launching our website, and um, with this new move to a roasting facility, we'll be able to do online sales for our coffee um, and our merchandise. Um, it's mylocoffee.com. Uh, Do you speak Greek? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how to say see you later or goodbye in Greek? Um, you would say yasu tabumanistara. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I want to thank you for being on the Low Key Podcast. Thank you for thank having you for, me. For letting me in your space and check out your, your, um, your coffee shop. and It's a cool environment. People, you should check it out. And... How do you say it? Yasha? Yasu. Yashu. Yasu or Yasas. Yasas, guys. Yasas. Thank you. Hey, guys, and thanks again for listening to the Low Key Podcast. Want to thank Marcus Milones for being on the Low Key Podcast and sitting down and chatting with us. If you guys are ever in the Arkansas Little Rock area, go check out Milo Coffee Company. You won't regret it. They have great pastries and their coffee is delicious. Um, also, they, they, they source a lot of their stuff locally, which is really cool. Um, thanks for subscribing to us. And those who don't subscribe to us, subscribe to us on iTunes. Check out our website. Keep listening. Go follow us on Instagram. Go like us on Facebook. And check out this week... There is a special Milo giveaway. Check out Instagram for those details. All right, guys. So keep it nice. Keep it easy. Keep it low-key. See you guys later.